So hello, I'm Darlene Chu Bryant, and welcome to Darlene's So Future podcast. Today, we are going to talk about women, uh, specifically female founders. We're going to be talking about uh, investment um, in uh, women-owned and founded companies, and also companies that target and uh, focus on women. Um, so today, I have two really special guests. Dr. Brittany Barreto, as well as Ms. Jessica Carr, they are both general partners of Coyote Ventures. So I want to say welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm excited because you are probably one of our few guests and we get to highlight our Global SF Women's Initiative. So thank you and welcome. So Jessica, let's start with you. Um, talk about you know yourself, your background, and let's talk about Coyote Ventures. Awesome. Thanks for having us today. And um, Brittany and I started Coyote Ventures earlier this year. We are both very passionate about improving women's lives uh, and specifically are making an impact on investing in early stage companies, innovating in women's health and wellness. And um, I'll speak a little bit to my background, but you'll see Brittany and I have similar paths of the scientists turned entrepreneurs turned investors. Uh, but we have very uh, different paths at the same time. Um, I was born and raised in West Texas. Uh, I was pre-med, but uh, studied biochem and philosophy. I ended up going the research route instead of medical school and did a master's in biochemistry at UC San Diego. I always wanted to live in the Bay Area. I spent a summer at Berkeley and fell in love. It's, so I was very fortunate after I uh, finished my master's, I moved up here and started working at Impossible Foods when it was less than a year old. Uh, I was the 12th employee working in research and development. So I helped with the uh, product development, intellectual property, helped launch the burger. Uh, so that was uh, about four years uh, there really fell in love with startups and innovation um, and decided to go to business school, really liked the early stage startups. So once Impossible had grown to a certain level, I was like, I don't know if this is really my place at this time anymore and started working with other early stage startups. There's a lot of um, interesting um, food tech here, um, but I didn't know about women's health as an area. The, the term femtech wasn't coined until 2016, but I started to see it here and there. Um, started around Indie Bio, saw some companies, and it was in my like peripheral vision for a little while. Um, when I started working in venture capital last year, I started seeing a lot of deals I was super excited about and became obsessed with the area. Um, eventually, you know, just was uh, doing research and found Brittany, which you don't have to look too far when you're obsessed with uh, femtech to find Brittany, and uh, started collaborating, and, and the rest is history. That's awesome. So Brittany, Dr. Barreto, let's talk about yourself. I want to hear about your background now uh, and, and why you're here today. Thanks, Darlene. Yeah, my background is in genetics. I have a PhD in molecular and human genetics. So the, the nerdiness knows no end in me. And I am a serial entrepreneur and venture capitalist. Uh, notably, the uh, I invented and launched the first nationwide DNA-based dating app called Pheromore, where I match singles based on a cheek swab, uh, looking for genes that predict attraction through pheromones. And that was a whole lot of fun. But did you know that hormonal birth control for women actually affects who you you're attracted to. And oh. that was one of the big, uh, 
eye-opening things for me of how medicine today is actually potentially hurting women in their romantic relationships, uh, where hormonal birth control is supposed to help you in your romantic relationship and your goals, right? Uh, right. Not the opposite. And so, um, and I'm, I'd be happy to dive more into that. I, I, but you know, we'll we'll stay on topic today. So I was realizing how often medicine was systemically and historically excluding women from research and medicine and from innovation. And then when I became a venture capitalist, I realized that um, you know anyone could kind of become a VC if you have a passion for something specific that you want to impact in the world, um, and also being a a previous founder makes becoming an investor even easier because you realize what it's like to be a founder. And so I was working as a, a VC in Texas at Capital Factory, the most active fund in Texas. They hired me to launch their Houston branch. And I started a podcast called Femtech Focus, mostly because I wanted to do market research. And I figured, why not do a public facing market research? Um, moreover, there wasn't any other Femtech podcasts out there. So I thought, well, if I want one, maybe somebody else does too. And turns out not only does somebody else does too, but we to date a year and a half later have about 32,000 downloads in over 105 countries. So we were right. People want to know about innovation and women's health and wellness. And a little bit of a definition for femtech is that it's actually gender agnostic in terms of the founder's gender, but it's gender specific in terms of the product and the condition that it supports. Um, most of our founders are women solving their own problems, which is really great. So female founders are not an issue for us. We are surrounded by them, uh, but we are really passionate about making sure that the products are not just for affluent white women and that they are accessible to all women, all insurance statuses, all races, religions, backgrounds. So, um, you know, Jess and I are a duo team where I have the founder background, the geneticist background, and then also the femtech expertise from our podcast, Femtech Focus. And then Jess brings in the business and the impact investing in the Silicon Valley uh, energy. I'm currently living in Raleigh, North Carolina. And yeah. so the, together we make, uh, we're the leaders of our coyote pack. Yeah, that's great. And you know what? I always had a question. Why Coyote Ventures? Could you uh, give us a little, you know, insight into that? I'd love to hear that. And I'm sure everybody else would like would be curious too. The original inspiration was the book called Women Who Run With the Wolves. And Brittany and I both uh, read it and uh, very inspired by this archetype of they call it wild women, but it's not wild as in crazy. It's as in like healthy, in tune with nature. And when we started, like, you know, we were like, this is a placeholder name, but people were just like really drawn into the name and it really stuck. And we started asking around, like, what does coyote make you think of? And it, it is sort of like, if also like a feminine energy, I would say in terms of like, um, they are really adaptable, they can collaborate, but they also have like a very interesting social dynamic where they can also be very independent. And uh, we just like really resonated with a lot of like the sort of values that Coyote sort of uh, holds. That's great. So, so let's talk about Coyote Ventures itself then. One, how big is the fund? And two, what kind of companies uh, are you going to be investing in or looking to invest in? Coyote Ventures is a $10 million early stage investment fund, and we are making seed stage investments into innovative products that are uh, improving women's health and wellness. And this doesn't just include periods or uh, breastfeeding because women are actually more than wombs, believe it or not. Um, so we are interested in also 
products that are addressing things that disproportionately or differently affect women like heart disease and GI issues and migraines. Um, Jess can give you some examples of investments we've already made. Yeah, so one of the first one is called Wile. They are a hormone for women 40 plus. So it'll be a line of uh, consumer packaged goods. Right now it's available online at wildwomen.com. And um, they, yeah, they're a really great team. We, they are pretty early stage. We committed to investing in them before they even launched the products, but we definitely are really trusting that team is just really gonna take off and super excited about their products. And, um, and so it's for women 40 plus um, addressing menopause related symptoms. Uh, but a lot of times women might have a hot flash or might have extra anxiety, but not really realize that it's like maybe related to menopause. So tying it with sort of the age instead of like the word menopause maybe could be scary because uh, it you know symbolizes like an end of fertility. So um, that's one. Another one is called Mod. It's sexual wellness uh, for everyone. So it's actually a unisex brand and it's spelled M-A-U-D-E. That is available online and in a lot of retail stores. So that is uh yeah very it's a great company they have um sexual wellness products including vibrators and condoms another company we're super excited about on sort of like the other end of the the spectrum way more science focused is called hera biotech um, h-e-r-a and they have an endometriosis diagnostic that's very accurate and sensitive so um that one is going to be very impactful because one in ten women have endometriosis but it takes about seven years to diagnose and it's a invasive surgery when it is diagnosed and so it's a really huge problem that we want to help solve wow you guys are really touching on many different areas as it relates to you know women's health right um, sex diagnostics yes. hormonal wellness supplements yep <laughs> yep so you know which brings uh, me to uh raise i i recall that you recently came up with a report you want to give us the name of it can people read about it and you know give us some information about about it and why you actually put together that report so um you know i actually this is uh dr Barreto speaking i know we have multiple voices audio listeners um uh we you know, two years ago, I started to talk about femtech and realized that first, many people didn't know what I was saying. They thought I said fintech. They thought I meant female founder. They didn't, they didn't even know what the word meant. And then once they understood what the word meant, femtech, they were like, well, what's happening in that industry? And honestly, two years ago, so we're talking 2019, there was a real lack of data. Um, and there's a real lack of storytelling and reporting on what was happening. Um, lack of blogs or just news outlets about what was happening in women's health innovation. And so Femtech Focus, the nonprofit arm of Coyote Ventures, really started to do reports and creating databases. So we currently have the largest database of Femtech startups in the world. We also have the largest database of Femtech exits. And these two databases are really important, along with um, estimating the market size of Femtech, because without these data points, no one knows like the trends, right? You need the data to figure out trends. And so what I found myself doing was giving this uh, webinar called the Femtech Landscape. And after the third time I gave this webinar, the Femtech Landscape, and I started to notice people were taking screenshots of my presentation and putting it in their pitch decks, I was like, all right, we need something, a PDF version of my talk so right. people can actually reference it. And so that's where the Femtech Landscape came about. And, um, you know, I would say that 
I definitely brought in the data side of it. And then uh, Jess with her philosophy major, which I think is such a fun science, scientific philosophy, right? Um, helping just kind of create the arguments for what are we gonna see in the future now, right? Based on the data that we currently have. And I think yeah. it's interesting to contrast it with some of the other reports, cause we kept saying like Femtech is, women's health is so much bigger than what people are like defining as femtech because yeah like who's to say where the innovations will be happening and so we looked at just the total market size of women's health which is over a trillion dollars uh whereas femtech has been quoted at like 50 billion and we're just like look this is like a global like very important um market wow that is amazing um there is a definitely it's so interesting though right where you know uh, especially when it comes to women's health and wellness. And uh, there is so much money out there and so much research. And the thing is that nobody has just focused on women's health issues. And I really am so thankful that both of you are actually taking the data and actually having people put their money where their mouth is. This is so exciting. And thank you so much for the work you do. So are there any stories that you want to share? I mean, I understand, especially when you want to you know, get your word out there. The most important thing is not just the data, but how you tell it. So storytelling is so important. I would love to hear maybe one or two of your stories where, you know, you were actively involved in helping a company um, get to where they are today. So it could be either Dr. Barreto or Jess. I'm happy to hear from either one of you, or maybe both of you will have a story to share. Yeah, let's each have a story. So um, I could tell a story of how I first kind of discovered women's health. I was giving a lecture at Rice University uh, about life science entrepreneurship. And there was a woman in the audience in scrubs and she came up to me afterwards. She introduced herself as Dr. Julie Hakeem. And she said, I'm a pediatric gynecologist inventing the first vaginal stint. You can think about it like a uh, tampon that's actually a med device to help uh, maintain the structure of the vaginal canal after a reconstructive surgery. And wow. she was doing this in young girls that were born with deformities or they got in a car accident or something happened, right? It, which is why she had to do these surgeries. And what she said was that she was currently using medical gloves stuffed with gauze as the thing to maintain the structure. And I was like, what? You, you're working at Texas Medical Center, the largest medical center in the world. And that right. is their top innovation. That's what we're currently using. And she was like, I know. It's crazy. So I'm taking in my own hands and making this med device. And so, um, you know, she's a physician. And a lot of times, uh, if you're not an engineer, you know, how do you know how to make something, right? And so she's someone I've mentored with and actually then partnered up with. She's a co-founder of Femtech Focus with me. Um, but I'm, I'm so, so happy to say that her product is currently in clinical trials and we are going to revolutionize how uh, vaginal healing uh, takes place because it's not just little girls in reconstructive surgery. It's also women who experience any kind of radiation for cancer treatment in their pelvic area. Um, if you don't have a stint, sometimes your the vaginal walls can actually heal together. Um, oh. It's horrible. Absolutely mm -hmm. horrible. These are things that society says, don't talk about, right? Yeah. And so we don't even know Absolutely. how big of a problem it actually is and that solutions right. are needed. So that's that's one example that really, really lit my fire for Femtech when I found out the current standard of care. Wow, that's amazing. That's Thank you so much for sharing. And Jess, I want to hear from your story. Yeah. And shout out to Julie. She's also one of our advisors, Julie Hakeem. Cool. Obijin and she's such a wonderful person. So excited that we tend to just attract uh, amazing people 
to work with us. And um, I would say around the time that I started working in venture, um, I'm just gonna go like total philosophy route. Um, I started realizing that my whole philosophy major was maybe pointless because I only read uh, books and philosophies written by men. And I started to see more and more women philosophies just being making more sense to me. And I read like Audre Lorde, Adrienne Marie Brown, uh, Women Who Run With The Wolves, like I said, totally obsessed with and just realized like maybe uh, <laughs> the, the way that we were working was really uh, patriarchal. And I think that not only am, are we bringing like in Coyote Ventures sort of like a more feminine approach to like business and caring about people and you know like how they say in investing it's like a, a triple bottle bottom line where there's like sustainability and impact we're also bringing in like a perspective of like making sure people are taken care of um, as like women tend to be definitely like more intuitive and nurturing um, i'm definitely bringing that in and saying like yeah i'm gonna bring in like these black feminine uh feminist like philosophers into like my direct influence into how i'm working so I'd say uh, if you're interested in this, I would Google um, Audre Lorde uses of the erotic uh, as power and just start start your adventure there. Awesome. Thank you so much. You know, we're we're we may be running out of time soon, but the thing is that before we actually end this podcast, one, any last uh, words that you would like to share with the audience? Two, most importantly, how do people contact you if they want to learn more about you, right? That's very important. And then we'll go from there. Dr. Barreto, let's start with you. Check out the podcast, Femtech Focus. It's on all the streaming uh, devices. And if you want to hear more of a, this kind of a dialogue, Jess and I actually did an episode on Coyote Ventures together. So check out that episode from a few weeks ago. But yeah, listen to Femtech Focus. Go to femtechfocus.org. Access our databases there, the research paper. Um, we have a virtual community with about 1,500 Femtech founders in there. And join it. Introduce yourself. We'd love to meet you. Um, and if you are fundraising, send your pitch deck and fundraising details to deals at coyote.ventures. Those are the best ways to get in touch with us. I'd say just, yeah, follow your passion. We're very fortunate we were able to do that. And if you're interested in innovating in women's health, uh, we need more great people in women's health. And so I encourage you to um, follow that passion. Thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing this information, Dr. Barreto and Jessica. So again, for more information, femtechfocus.org. If you have a deal uh, that you want them to consider, deals at coyote.ventures. And so again, I wanted to thank both of you for joining us. I hope, and I'm sure our audience really loved hearing from you today, and we hope to see you again. And again, if you want to check out our, our uh, podcast and check out www.globalsf.biz. And with that, I'm signing out. Thank you all and have a great day.